Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Big, big news today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We are launching our largest contest ever. Really, I'm serious. More prizes and more glory to God. I am really, really excited about what this contest is. Everyone who enters wins, just to begin with, plus drawings for six other prizes over the next two months, including the grand prize that could land you and your guest on a Greece cruise and tour the steps of Paul, courtesy of Pilgrim's Tour, courtesy of Pilgrim Tours. The name of the contest is the Share Your Heavenly Heritage Contest. So you know what Henry Higgins would love this one. <laughs> Share Your Heavenly Heritage Contest, winning the next generation. And we have so many details today. We're going to be talking about that along with David Neese, the president of Pilgrim Tours, and Andy Bowersox with Energize Ministries. You could win an energized retreat for your pastor, like we gave away last fall, plus Dangerous Heart Boot Camp or Good Hearts Women's Retreat. We've got some of those that we're going to be giving away as, as well, and we're going to get to all that shortly. Well, speaking of the theme of heavenly heritage, we have a faith-building, amazing heavenly heritage story to share with you today. We have Bruce Finata. He is the author of the book Saved by Angels. Bruce was working on a huge logging truck when the jack slipped out. This was back in 2006. I believe, was it over five tons that, that slipped down on top of you, Bruce? Yep, that's how much it, the part that fell on me weighed. The truck actually weighed about 17,000 pounds. Oh, my word. And this heart-wrenching story certainly is all part of a book that you've authored called Saved by Angels. But the thing I love about your book, Bruce, is it's so much about your relationship with Jesus and how really the story of the truck is just a furtherance of, of the relationship you've been having with him for a long time. Absolutely. And so you're going to really, you're going to want to hear this story. Of course, it is the Jesus Labor Love Week, so we've got our pair of Bills with us, Bill Kratz and Bill Mixon and... Bill, we've been doing some neat stuff here. we got a new volunteer on the Jesus is Labor Love. You're going to talk a little bit about with some recall situations. Right, right. So we got we got that coming up with Bill. Bill Mixon went out buying a car with his son. We're going to hear a little bit about that coming up, a recall experience he had as well. Now, based on you know this being just a little bit different week, uh, we are going to go and do our appraisal by the Real Black Book just to start out with because it has to do with this contest, as Bruce has to do with this contest. And I think once you hear it, you'll want to know that, you, that you're involved, everybody's involved in this. Again, our appraisal by the Real Black Book, if you're the first time, if you've ever listened to the show, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Well, I was reading this book by Gordon Dalby called Sons of the Father. And he did this chapter on remembering, pointing out how Israel was commanded to remember in Exodus 13 when, you know, Moses told the people, you got to remember the day that we came out of Egypt. 
And a big way that, that God kept the people of Israel together was this commandment to remember. Well, Gordon Dalby speaks to a lot of men's group, and, and he was speaking to these men's group, and he said that uh, he would ask the men in the group, how many of you knew, know the names of your great-grandfather? And a few would put up their hand, and then he'd say, well, how many know your grandfather? And a few more would put up their hand. But shockingly, a lot of men didn't even know their grandfather. And then there were some men that didn't even know their father. And uh, so he said, now let's try something a little bit harder. How many men know their father's testimony, your spiritual heritage, so to speak, in, in fact, your heavenly heritage? And he said, guess how many hands went up then? And as I was reading this in the book, I was thinking to myself, wow, I don't know my own father's testimony. And, and you know what? I don't know my mother's testimony. And I know I've got a spiritual heritage. I know my grandparents were both or all four Christians. But I don't know a single one of those stories. What is my spiritual heritage? So I ran up, it's, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning, whatever. I go write an email to both my parents, which I'm blessed that they're both still alive, and ask that they would, you know, I actually put down my mom, writes wonderful memoirs. You all have heard my mom on the show many times, and you've actually you've heard my father on the show. I said, please, please tell me your spiritual, you know, you what your story is when you came to Christ and... About 20 minutes later, my mom called me, actually in tears, because she said, you know, it's, it's one thing that I've never written that out, but it's, it's even scarier that I don't know my father. I didn't know what your grandfather's, I never heard his testimony. I didn't know what my grandmother's testimony was. In other words, we had suffered from this not remembering issue. And so as I thought about this, I thought, wow, Lord, how could we, how could we ingrain this into um, the Christian Car Guy audience. How could we get them to reach out and get these stories? So thus was born the Share Your Heavenly Heritage contest. And I contacted my good friend David Neese with Pilgrim Tours because he helped us years ago with that ultimate accessory contest and said, could we come up with a good grand prize? And I contacted um, Andy Bowersox with with the energized retreats and I contacted my friends with the dangerous hearts heart, excuse me. And, and they all were offering prizes. Now here's an interesting thing that, that I got to share while I'm talking about this is if you go look at Psalm one, seven, one Oh two, Psalm one Oh two verses 17 and 18. Here's what it says in that Psalm. It says he shall regard the prayer of the destitute. Now I want you to think about this in terms of your heavenly heritage he shall regard the prayer of the destitute and shall not despise their prayer. Verse 18, this will be written for the generation to come that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. In other words, how about my grandkids? Are they going to know my story? Are they going to know how Jesus came through for me? Are they, and, and if I could get my mom's story, which, by the way, she wrote out a, f a phenomenal <laughs> testimony, which really surprised me when I saw that her testimony, there were things in there that I had never known, but always somewhat suspected. But how cool to read your own mother's testimony. Well, I'm telling you, with this contest, you're going to have a chance to get that same experience I had because we're asking you, guess what? If you'll go to ChristianCarGuy.com right now, you look, it says share your heavenly heritage. If you'll go there and right there on the front page, you're going to see the whole thing. It gives, it gives you the contest rules. 
It gives you all the details. But what we're, we're simply asking you to do is push the entry form. And if you'll send in your personal testimony, write it out and send it in, then we're going to give you one entry into the drawing. Now, if you share your parents' testimony, and you, you know that may be two or three, depending. You might have step-parents. You get two drawing, two, two, peep, two points in the drawing, so to speak, two entries into the drawing for each one of your parents or your grandparents or a stepfather. In other words, there you go. So you could have 15 entries into the drawing based on how many testimonies you can put together in your spiritual family tree that you can pass on for generations based on what you can you know, accumulate now on, the, on this Christian Car Guy contest. So you submit these entries along with your name, email address, whatever. Then we are going to have a number of drawings. And the contest actually starts today, July 7th, and it will end on midnight, August 30th. So our last drawing is actually going to be on Saturday, September 1st. And a testimony, you may be wondering, what am I wanting? I'm wanting, it may be when they came to Christ. It may be something that happened big in your family, you know, that somebody was miraculously cured from cancer or like Bruce's story, that a truck fell on them, you know, and what happened there. These are all testimonies. These are all your witness to what Jesus did in your life or in your parents' life or those kind of things. So you're going to share those testimonies, written out at least 200 words, and then we're going to put those names into the drawing. Now, every single person, every person that enters, it's over eight, you've got to be 18 years old, obviously, to enter, but everybody who enters is going to get the $100 certificate for any pilgrim tour. You're also going to get a $25 certificate for an energized retreat for your pastor and a $20 certificate to a dangerous heart boot camp or good heart retreat. So you, everybody that enters is going to get at least that because we just want testimonies, and we're not going to rate your testimony. You see, by having a drawing, just if you get one, you get your name in the drawing. Then on July 28th, we're going to have another drawing for two $500 vouchers, two $500 vouchers. They, that person is going to have $1,000 worth of vouchers for two people, two $500 vouchers from Pilgrim Tours on any tour that they offer. And guess what? We're going to have two more drawings like that. And then the grand prize, you're going to get $2,000 certificates. We're going to give away two energized retreats. We're going to give away the boot camp. And guess what? And it all glorifies God because we're going to be able to read these testimonies. People are going to be able to see their spiritual heritage all if you'll share your heavenly heritage. It's coming up. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Find out all about it. We're going to hear Bruce's story trapped under the truck. Stay tuned. A lot coming up. Is that something that you believe? Well, you may have a different view after you hear Bruce's story a little later in the show. He was trapped under five tons. That's 10,000 pounds of truck um, falling off a jack, and, and there he was. And his book, Saved by Angels, we're going to hear more of that story. But we want, we want to get into a little bit more of this contest. I am very blessed to have my good friend who's... David, where are you at this morning? David Neese from uh, Pilgrim Tours. Where are you at, Pilgrim? Well, uh, we're in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and it's a uh, it's in the cooler country. Oh yeah, well it's it's been plenty. I think we're only ni- ninety five today. <laughs> well, David, 
share with us a little bit. Yeah, I, I called you and I had this idea, and I'm always so grateful that you partner with us and so, so many great things. Um, it just kind of touched your heart, too. This is something that, that really, it's a pretty exciting thing to get behind, that people would actually be able to share their spiritual heritage. Well, I remember sitting with you at the National Religious Broadcasters um, meeting and, or convention, and you shared your testimony with me. And that was special. Um, every time that we take the time to share what God has done for us, it not only encourages us, but it encourages the hearer as well. And I think that we're really challenged to do that from Scripture, uh, even from the point of the Exodus. I remember the first time that I was on the Exodus tour, following the route of Moses through Egypt. Um, and then we, we got into Jordan, and I heard the challenge that you're to be writing these things down. You're supposed to be putting them on your forehead as a reminder. You're supposed to be uh, telling your children and your grandchildren about what God has done for you. And and the reason for that is that it exercises all of us uh, to remind us that there's only one thing that's important here, that God be given the glory for what He has done and how wonderful His mercies are on our behalf. That is so cool and so well said. And, I, you know, i got to admit, David, I, I'm jealous. I've never walked where Moses walked. Uh, I've, I may have walked there a little bit spiritually, but I've never been on the actual ground. And that's what I think is so cool about you partnering us with. Is this going to be an opportunity for a believer who has shared their testimony? Maybe they got their parents. Maybe they got their grandparents. Now they got a whole uh, a family tree of testimony which is very enlightening, by the way. I was blown away by my mother's testimony. I, I really, really was. And so they get to share that, and then they're going to get to share th that one coupon, those $1,000 that we're using for the grand prize drawing at ChristianCarGuy.com. They could actually go on the Steps of Paul tour in Greece, right? Steps of Paul in Greece, uh, Steps of Jesus, uh, the best of the Holy Land, uh, Israel tours. Uh, yes, we have a... a, a actually hundreds of options for people. Now, th these, those coupons apply to the tours that are seven days or more. I think we have to state that up front, um, and the coupon will state that. But still, it's a very good value. It, it, uh, it, it, uh, it's something that will change their life. I, I, I know you hear people say that often, but uh, it can't be emphasized enough. To, to say that now you'll read your Bible in color because you'll have images, <laughs> you'll have depth, you'll have all the different uh, a different perspective on everything. And it really uh, that's the way that I learn. Uh, I'm I'm not very bright. Um, I'm not saying that your listeners are like me, but if if I can learn from a guide and from seeing it and apply it to my life spiritually, uh, it's such a reward to me. So we, we, we consider it a ministry, and, and I consider it a ministry to get you out there someday, Robbie. I think, <laughs> I think that your uh, listeners should insist that you go sometime. I think they should, too. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. God bless you, David. I appreciate your partnership so much on this. And I'm excited just to start reading these testimonies as they roll in. If you'll go to ChristianCarGuy.com again, it's easy to enter. All you got to do is give us your name, email address, a phone number, just basic stuff, then write out your personal testimony. But, man, what I'm really looking forward to is what do you find out about your mom, your dad, maybe your grandparents, that somebody knows those stories that you never heard, 
and wow, God's been at work in your family. How cool is that? Well, thank you again, David. God bless you, buddy. Thank you. God bless you. You stay Brad. cool up there in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to we don't want to leave you on the hook too long because we do. Bruce Venata, what a wonderful ministry he has. His ministry actually now that, that has come out of his Saved by Angels uh, book and testimony is called Sweet Bread Ministries. And I love that name, Bruce. Where do sweet bread? I I think there must be some spiritual resource in there somewhere. Oh, absolutely, there is. Absolutely, uh, it's kind of a long story, but uh, at the end of my testimony, a gentleman came from New York to come pray for me. And the year before that, I had gone on vacation out there to visit a pastor friend of mine who had taken over a church out in New York, had been become the senior pastor. And a couple weeks, a week or so before we left. I had a dream one night that I knew that was from God, and it was very, uh, very powerful. And I woke up that morning, and I was praying about it. I asked the Lord what it, what it meant, and he just all that the Holy Spirit was giving me was that it was about this pastor out in New York. So I picked the phone up, and I called him, I explained the dream to him, and he chuckled and laughed at me and said he thought maybe I ate too much pizza before I went to bed. And bottom line is I had a dream where I was eating sweet bread with this with this man, and it's it. There's a lot more detail to it than that, but I don't have the time to, to go into it today. But So we go out on this vacation. We're at this man's church, my friend's church, uh, and up walks the exact man from my dream who I'd never met, seen, you know, other than in this dream. And I instantly turned to my wife and turned to them. And I said, this is the guy from my dream, exactly. In fact, he was even wearing the same clothes that I saw him in the dream. Well, a year later, that man ended up coming and praying for me in the hospital when the doctor said that I only had a short time to live, and it, that's when a creative miracle happened, and God really did the healing that saved my life so that uh, I can be alive today. And the Lord put on that man's heart a year later, woke him up two mornings in a row at like 5 a.m., told him to fly to Wisconsin and from New York to, to pray for me. And when he did, this, this doctor-documented miracle happened where God gave me several feet of intestine. And uh, so that's where, because we ate sweet bread in the dream, uh, that's where the that's where the title came from. I didn't know this. Oh wow, sweet bread is what they call intestines. Uh, that's I didn't know that. See, I didn't even know that. In the first church I went to speak at, I I shared that, and this pastor got all choked up, and I said, "Well, what is it?" And he said, "Well, that's just so profound." And I said, "Well, yeah, the dream that God would show me this man before he ever came." And he said, "No." He said, "Don't you know what sweet bread is?" I said, "No." What is it? He said, "It's it's intestines." I didn't even know that. So God has got a he- sense of humor too. <laughs> well, Bruce, why don't you? Um just go ahead and start from that particular day, like the book. It's so cool, by the way. He takes you here, and then he goes back to how his relationship actually started with Jesus, which was with a hug, which I personally love. But take us back to that day in 96. It's, it's pretty scary. Well, I was a mechanic, as you can relate. Uh, I didn't work on cars. I worked on heavy equipment, trucks and stuff like that. And this particular, I owned a business where I did on-site repair, so I had a big service truck with all my tools on it. And that day, I was finishing up a three-day job where I was called into a coolant leak, fixed coolant leak on a Caterpillar engine and a big diesel Peterbilt logging truck. I worked with the driver slash part-time mechanic from that business, and we just were trying to get this coolant leak stopped. Well, we've got to go to a break, which you're going to think I timed that. I'm pro- I really didn't. But we're very anxious to hear what happened when the truck dropped on Bruce. And the rest of his testimony, we want you to share yours. Guess what? You can do that at ChristianCarGuy.com. It's your heavenly heritage. You can find out about yours, your families. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com for all the details. You are the 
Strength will rise. That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Guess what? In Acts 1 8, it says, You will receive power from the Holy Spirit to be what? My witness. That's where the power is, folks. That's where the boom, boom power. What did you personally witness? And when you share those, like you can on this new Share Your Heavenly Heritage program, that's where the power is from. It's going to be the power for your family for generations to come. Believe me, it's an awesome thing. I'm so excited about what we're going to see through that. But when we left our hero, Bruce, talking about somebody who needed some power, he was fixing to climb under a truck 10,000 pounds. And um, we will pick that up where we left off. Welcome back, Bruce. Well, thank you. The hero in the story is definitely God, not me, first of all. <laughs> but we can definitely, as you said, pray to him and say, thank you, Lord, for your power. Yeah. So I'm I'm at this job site in this big, long, rectangular truck garage, finished up this repair on this engine, and to test the repair, I started up and just letting it run and make sure it's no longer leaking coolant. And I just uh, am wiping my tools off, put them back away in my service truck. And the driver taps me on the shoulder and says, hey, I mean, I'm just minutes from walking out the door. And the guy says, before you leave, I'd like you to just look at one more thing quickly for me. He said, I've got a dirty spot on the engine that I clean off, and in a couple of weeks it keeps getting dirty, so I know it must be seeping out oil somewhere. He said, but I, because it doesn't drip, he said, I can't figure out where it's coming from. Can you just identify it, diagnose it? And so I asked him where it was, and he said, somewhere in the front of the engine towards the bottom. For the people listening today that haven't ever looked underneath a big semi-truck, big, great big over-the-road tractor-trailer type truck, the lowest thing to the ground is the front axle, and it's because it's a dropped axle. It comes out of the wheels on each side and it drops down. It's shaped like an I-beam. This particular truck, it's got 10,000 to 12,000 pounds of weight, so five to six tons of weight on just on the two front tires. The man that I was working with had jacked up that truck in the front underneath that axle with a bottle jack and removed the passenger side wheel. He had not used any safety equipment, no jack stands or blocking of any type, but he should have, but that's what he had done, and we needed to remove that wheel so we could get access to the passenger side of the engine with a big hoist to lift off the cylinder head and so forth. So anyway, the next day is Friday. He's going to come back in that day and finish up the remaining stuff that isn't done on this truck. It's Thursday night at this point, and I just finished the engine, the technical stuff. That's what I was called in to do. I had the training and the tooling and so forth to do the technical part of the job. So it's done as far as I'm going to do it, but the truck is not completely back together. And that's when he taps me on the shoulder and asks me to look at this this dirty spot. So big, great big chrome bumper underneath the front of this truck and the in the front part of the truck. And so it's a conventional long-nosed truck. So I slip underneath this bumper, lay down on a creeper, get on my back on the creeper, little thing mechanics use to go into these vehicles, lay down on it and slip underneath the front bumper. And I go, as I'm going underneath the front of the truck feet first, I stopped and I said to this guy, hey, why don't you jump on inside? The truck had been running. 15, maybe 20 minutes already at this point, been on the jack, you know, three days. I said, why don't you jump up inside and just see what the temperature is of the engine. If it's up to a certain amount, you know, shut it off. So now I slip underneath the truck. That big axle is going right across the midsection over my belly, basically over my belly button. He gets in the truck, it shifts, it rocks, and then the left, my left eye, the peripheral vision of my left eye, see movement. I turn my head just in time to see that jack that is holding up that axle wiggle and all of a sudden fly out from underneath the truck like a lot, like a rocket, it just launched. Now that big axle with this 10,000, 12,000 pounds of weight just crashed down to the cement like a blunt guillotine. It crushed my body flat all the way across the middle. I mean, it just it crushed me flat, you know, big, crazy, big, loud noise. And when it did, blood actually instantaneously shot up from the inside of my body in my throat, up my mouth, 
and splatted into my mouth one big blob, but then stopped. Right then, I just called out, Lord, help me. I did it twice, I remember. And then at that point, I looked down, and I could see that there was only about an inch of airspace between the bottom of the axle and the cement on the left-hand side of my body, so I was only about an inch thick there. And there was about two inches of airspace between the bottom of the axle and the cement on my right side. And I know that that axle is about six inches wide front to back, so I'm crushed flat basically from the bottom of my ribs to my pelvic bone all the way across the middle. In fact, I was thinner than the thickness of my spine right in the middle because my vertebrae were broken on my back, the width of the axle. So, you know, if you can just picture that, right all the way across the middle, crushed flat. The guy jumps down in the truck. He ends up jacking it up off of me. Uh, when he did, he put it in on the on the leaf spring, which for you mechanics listening, you know, it's a curved curved item, curved leaf spring, with the big with the flat jack, which was a really scary spot to watch him jack it up because he couldn't put the jack back underneath the axle because the axle's now in the cement. And uh, I was begging him not to jack it up there. He gets it jacked up off me, and I looked down, and I remember thinking a strange thought. I thought that I looked like something out of a cartoon. It was very surreal because I was flat. My work uniform, everything, just flat all the way across the middle. And that's the point I looked at myself, and I could see. I said, I thought to myself, I'm going to die. This is probably going to kill me. And I begged him to get me off from underneath the truck because I was afraid the jack was going to slip off of that leaf spring and it was going to fall on me again. But he wouldn't touch me. Most people have been told if there's somebody with a back injury, you don't want to move them, they could become paralyzed. He could see I'm flat across the middle. He knew my back had to be broken. So he wouldn't touch me, but I was afraid the track was going to, the jack was going to slip and the truck was going to fall. So I reached back and I grabbed the bottom of the chrome bumper back behind my head. And it took everything I had, but I was able to pull myself out that far. And now just my head is sticking off from underneath the front bumper of the truck. At that point, I died, and I can say I died for two reasons. Number one, when they came, I didn't have a pulse. When the emergency people checked me, there was no pulse. But second of all, my spirit left my body and went up into the roof of the garage, and I watched from above, which is exactly what the Bible tells us. We've got a spirit that lives inside our body, and when we die, it doesn't matter if we're 5 years old, 15, 50, or 105 years old. When we die, that spirit is going to leave our body, and it's going to spend eternity somewhere. But my spirit just left my body and went up into the roof of the garage, and I watched down from above with my spirit, and at that point, that's when I saw this man that I'd been working with on his knees above me, and because he had jacked it up and not used any safety equipment, he was crying. He's apologizing, running his fingers through my hair down there. I'm just watching again from above. I can see that my eyes were closed, my head was turned to the driver's side of the truck, and he's saying he was sorry, he was sorry. But the really cool thing was that on each side of him, on each side of me, was a huge angel, humongous. Probably they would have been about eight feet tall, their, their head stuck up about two feet taller than his head, and he's six feet. But they had their arms underneath the truck, not holding the truck up, but somehow touching me where I'd been crushed flat and doing something in the middle of my body. They didn't talk. They didn't acknowledge me up in the ceiling. They never took, talked to each other. They were um, very broad shoulders. They were wearing robes. There was light emanating off of both of them. They had long hair. They were obviously men by their body shape. I didn't get to see their faces because they were facing... I'm looking up in the ceiling, my spirit's up in the ceiling looking down, so I'm looking at their back. They didn't have wings. We know in the Bible sometimes angels appear with wings and sometimes they don't. These just look like really big, big, muscular men in these robes. The robes were made out of a, a strange material that I've never seen before. It looked to be made out of like a miniature rope woven together with some kind of patterns in it, but I can't exactly recall exactly what the patterns looked like other than it was looked thick and it was made out of rope. And I just watched from above, and the emergency people started coming, and finally this 
this lady, I was listening to people saying it was too late and just listening to everything that they were saying from above. Now, I need to mention that up in the ceiling, I was in perfect peace, no pain, you know, no sorrow, no nothing. And then this lady walks in and she starts patting me in the face down there. And she turns to the guy and she says, what is his name? And he said, Bruce Vanetta. So she starts patting me in the face saying, Bruce Vanetta, open your eyes. Come on, come back. Bruce Vanetta, open your eyes. Kept getting louder and louder. And strangely enough, as I watched from above, I didn't even realize that that was me down there. It was just like I was so disconnected from the situation. I didn't know that that was me. And then when she started saying, Bruce Vanetta, open your eyes, for some reason, even though I didn't realize that was my name even, it caught my attention. I started getting closer and closer. And she started getting louder. And pretty soon I just, my spirit went back into my body. And when it came back into my body, all of a sudden I opened my eyes and I'm looking at this woman eye to eye. But the bad thing was the pain came back with it too. Now I've got all this pain, and uh, which I didn't have in the ceiling. So that was pretty much it. She, she, I would close my eyes, my spirit would leave my body, and many people talk about these near-death or out-of-body experiences. And it, again, I, for me personally, I believe all it does is prove what the Bible says is true, that you know we do have a spirit that lives inside of our body. You know, it, um, we know that Scripture is true regardless of our, regardless of our experiences, but it just kind of. Uh, validates and says, yeah, this is exactly what happened, you know. And so my spirit would come and go, and then this lady finally said, do you have a wife, do you have kids, what do you have to live for? And then I remembered Lori, my wife, and our four young children, and I just decided I'd dig in and fight for them. So then they met me to the hospital. And there's another fascinating part to the story, Bruce, is that you had already written the book? Well, yeah, I'd written a manuscript uh, with a working title of God Talks to Everyday People, Are You Listening? And then we just added this accident at the beginning, you know, like a year later while I was in the hospital, added the accident to the very beginning of it, and it fit right in like a hand in a glove. Yeah, it really does. I've had a chance to read this book again. You can find Bruce's story at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as is the contest we've been talking about. And a link to where you can order this book. Um, which you can order for the Bruce has an amazing ministry, of course, you know, for a donation of any amount. He will send out his book, Saved by Angels. And the neat thing about this book, I was telling actually my other guests in the studio with me, that the, the cool thing about this book is it is seven different ways that God speaks to everybody. But have you been listening, right, Bruce? <laughs> That's the key for all of us. And uh, I found it, it was one story after the other about how God may have been speaking to you through the Holy Spirit or through design and circumstance, or through answered prayer, or through the Bible, he may have been speaking to you in a number of different ways, but you didn't realize that you were hearing his voice. Absolutely. I think that's that's the issue for a lot of us. We just need to realize and believe that what his word says is true. And so how cool is this? Bruce has an amazing Sweetbread Ministries, uh, this whole story, the book, it will reinforce your faith, but your heavenly heritage, how important and and bruce you know when i told him what we were announcing today the show and and this whole thing we all everybody has a god story don't they absolutely absolutely and i think psalm 107 verse 2 really really screams it out it says let the redeemed of the lord say so and that's it let the redeemed the lord say so and what does that mean it means sharing your testimony and this contest only 200 words and as a writer 200 words is a paragraph that's it i mean it's just a paragraph it's not like Somebody's asking to write a book. It's just a little short paragraph to say what God did in your life. And then you've got Revelation twelve eleven. They overcame him, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And that's what Jesus has done in our life. And as you said, he's done 
many things in everybody's life. That is so cool. And I appreciate you so much, Bruce. God bless you. I appreciate you being on with us today. Uh, we got to move a little bit to our Jesus Labor Love. We got our good friend Vic Hill, our volunteer, on with us. Vic, are you still with me? It's so inspiring to hear him. What a, what a great guest that you had. Oh, he is. He, he is. He has amazing ministry. And what a connection for anybody in the car business would be to, to be connected to Bruce's ministry. But we've got some some new developments with the Jesus Labor Love. That's if you're, again, a first-time Christian Carly listener, that's free car repair labor, the labor, for single moms and widows across the country. we got, I guess, about 31 outlets now that are participating in the program for single moms and widows. But now in Lexington, Kentucky, we've got a new volunteer. We do. And his name is Theo Prince. And he is a prince of a guy. I've spoken to him, and, and you can hear the love of God coming through in his voice. And uh, it's great that, you know, I've got a little bit of help because you just keep pouring them in on me, don't you? <laughs> it does seem like over the last few days they've been uh, there's a lot of ladies with needs. But it's it's a fascinating thing for me that God has provided this other volunteer. Now, obviously, all the guys like Bill Kratz sitting here who does the work, and, and folks like Bruce, the mechanics out there, are a critical part of this ministry. But between Vic and I, we're having a hard time keeping it all organized because we, we're kind of like the funnel where all the single moms and widows and families in need are coming. And so now the Lord has provided Theo this volunteer form. By the way, you can get those at ChristianCarGuy.com or JesusIsLaborLove.com. If you feel like volunteering for this ministry, you don't necessarily have to be a mechanic, but if you can help call the moms you know, clear the real needs and those kind of things. That's what Theo did. He just answered that email that, that we asked for and filled out the form to be a volunteer. And now it's such a critical time because for those um, of you who were praying for Vic, he lost his mom a couple weeks ago, had to go to Oklahoma. It kind of left the ministry in a lurch, didn't it, Vic? It, it, it did. And uh makes me feel good that people can come in and, and fill the slot. Um it's it's been great. We we need some more help from service centers down in Charlotte. We've got a young lady down there that's helping us out. She might have almost really ought to be on the staff at Truth Radio. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's bringing young ladies uh, that have problems with single moms uh, and funnels them into us whenever they have car repair as a need. But we need more service centers. It's growing, and of course our largest area is the Winston Salem area where you are. And Charlotte is quickly matching it. I had five come in in two days. And uh, we have three outlets down there, and, and I would really like to see about seven or eight. So if anyone's listening in the Charlotte area uh, that ha- owns a service center or would like to be a participant in this program, yeah, uh, give Robbie or I a call. Or you can go to uh, Christian Car Guy, Vic. we got to go to we got to go to a break. Thank you for being with us again. Go to ChristianCarBike.com to find out about that. we got more coming up on this contest. Andy Bowersox himself just walked into the studio, and he's going to talk for <laughs> Energize Retreats. What a retreats. What an awesome ministry he has. you got a lot of Christian Car Guy show coming at you. we still got Bruce, too. The shepherd standing at the gate He's calling to his own by name And the sheep will never hesitate When they hear 
if you ever find yourself in a situation like Bruce did, that voice is about all <laughs> that can possibly bring any peace. And uh, I, I, I've had not quite as a horrific experience. was crushed between two cars myself. And I will tell you that when that time comes and you cry out, um, it's an amazing <laughs> thing. Anyway, <laughs> so those the testimonies are, are critically important, and we're so excited to have this Heavenly Heritage contest. We've got Andy Bowersox with us in the studios. Bruce is still on. We're going to hear a little bit more from him in a minute. But this is another thing that's just so cool how God puts things together. It, 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 Andy has a ministry called Energize Ministries, which helps pastors that might be on the verge of burnout, that, those kind of things, to get away from things. And so one of the neat prizes that we're offering in the, in the Heavenly Heritage is that we are going to have drawings for two of these type of retreats for your pastor. So when you enter, we're going to have two different drawings for a, a retreat based on what their likes or likes may not. Or, but I've got Andy here to kind of describe what he does so much better than what I can do. So go ahead, Andy. Tell us. Okay, great. Well, unfortunately, I didn't get to hear the very beginning of your program. I was on the way over here, but... Uh, I just wanted to tell you when you called the other day and we're talking about, you know, let's hear the heritage and, and the responsibility for us to know our spiritual heritage. Well, it encouraged me to call my own mother and say, hey, you know, I've never heard your testimony. And that's like, I'm 40 years old. I've never heard that in 40 years. And uh, and so I'm excited to see what we get back and also the the, the spiritual heritage of my grandparents as well. But uh, but anyway, so we want to support what you're doing. We want to support hearing some of these testimonies and and uh, and learning and so what we're offering is a gift certificate. We, we specialize in providing encouragement and refreshment to pastors and ministry leaders. Oftentimes the, that takes place around recreational activities. And, uh, and so we want to offer gift certificates or, or discounts to those certificates through this program so that we can uh, possibly reach out and encourage some of the pastors of, of your listeners. Yeah, so how cool is that? You might win something from Pilgrim Tours for yourself. You might win a retreat. For your pastor, you might win something from Dangerous Heart, Good Heart Ministries for a retreat for your wife or your husband. There's lots of things that we're going to be giving away, but what you're really going to win by entering the contest is that phone call to your mom, that phone call to your dad, to your grandfather. You, you know he walked with the Lord, but you never heard what really happened. It's your spiritual heritage, and how cool is that? Now, we, we still have Bruce with us, and I know a lot of people may be wondering, in fact, several people in the studio here said, Robbie, can he walk? Is he, how is he? How are you doing these days, Bruce? You know, there's a lot of people out there worried about you. Yeah, well, at the very beginning of the show, we, you asked about how the name Sweet Bread Ministries came about. They had, after the accident, uh, they told us that I was the only person they could find in the world by comparing me to some studies that lived with, with five arteries being severed. And the bad part was, you know, even though God sent those angels so I didn't bleed to death, at that point, I didn't have barely any small intestines left. I had to remove all my, almost all of my small intestine. So I had this little piece left was not enough to sustain life. And, you know, my pancreas was crushed, my spleen was crushed, the broken vertebrae, all these things. So I was in really bad shape. It didn't look good. They kept telling my wife I was going to die when I was in my coma, you know, all these things. And then after I came out of the coma, then they said they can only keep me alive on intravenous feeding for a short period of time, roughly a year to a year and a half. I lost like 65 pounds, and I'm just a small guy anyway. So I look, they say I looked like somebody out of a concentration camp after I lost that weight. That's when God woke this guy up two mornings in a row in New York. He came to the hospital. He prayed for me, and that's 
right at that time, I literally felt it. I mean, it felt like electricity came out of his hand when he prayed to Jesus. And that's when God gave several feet of small intestine and did all this healing in me. It was in a short period of time, all of a sudden, my weight started gaining. Then they did some more CAT scans, and they found that God literally gave me a creative miracle where several, several feet of small intestine appeared out of nowhere. And it's the reason why I'm alive today. And my back, it's, I mean, it's kind of a long story. My back ended up getting healed. This guy prayed again, all these things. And so if you Bruce, saw me walking down to, the street, yeah. I'd be I've, I've got, normal. we've got a, I mean, I, this show could probably go on for another three hours just to hear more <laughs> of what Bruce has. But guess what? You can read the whole book. You just go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and Bruce has his own section there, his own ministry. Get connected to that wonderful thing. Get connected to Jesus Labor Love, free car repair for single moms and widows. We got needs all over the country. If you can meet those, please contact us. Uh, And by all means, enter the Share Your Heavenly Heritage contest. We got so many neat prizes, but more importantly, it could make a difference for generations a great great grandchild sometime could read this thing that that you got written from your grandparent that could make the difference that glorify god that's what it says in psalm 102 that will glorify god that people will see how cool you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com